got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! It's in the hole. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, February 4, 2017, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today. We attempt a world's record, a world's record of cigar smoking, and joining us will be the current record holder. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the action-packed version of the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show attempting a world record. Uh, We're also the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live Or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Chuck Morrison away on uh, location. He is at the Super Bowl. He's on holiday. On holiday. Is that what you call it? Uh, Derek pitching in. He's going to be part of it too. Uh, Barry Stein here with us. Mr. Jonathan. And we're all going for it, right? Well, you're not. You're going to end up Sounds talking. Like I'm going to end up talking, so I'm going to end up blowing it, but uh, it is what it is. So let's pass this out, and let's quickly get to it, because this is um, an attempt at smoking cigar the slowest. And it's a sport, so we're doing sports right now. Is that what you call this? In the opposite of what you would think, not trying to go the fastest, we're trying to go the slowest. So I'm going to quickly go through some numbers so we can begin the clock and start this thing. This is the Cigar Smoking World Championship, and there are some of the rules, and I'll get to some of, more of them as we go on, but these are the important ones uh, to, to be said right away. And if you want to play along with us, try to get yourself a cigar about five and an eighth by 42, 5 and an eighth by 42, and that's the one we are going to be smoking, uh, and it's the Macanudo Imperioso. Is that it, Barry? Inspirado. Inspirado. And this is a size that is not available in the United States. This is the official cigar with a band glued onto it uh, so that it knows that's exactly where it's supposed to stop, and we'll get into, into, into those rules of what it is. But if you just want to play along and see if, you, if you'd be any good at it, and uh, maybe someday um, we're, we're attempting to try to have a actually uh, contest here with a whole bunch of people. Feels like a densely packed cigar. Yeah. I, I hope that we all have a good draw. Yeah, and it was, uh, originally came out back in 2014 when they launched the line for the European market called the Inspirado. Today, the cigar is available in the USA. However, the size, as David mentioned, is only available in Europe. Features a Honduran wrapper, binder from Honduras, and fillers from Honduras, Nicaragua, and the Dominican Republic. Sells for eight eighty nine euro, which is roughly nine fifty nine US dollars. Okay. Are we allowed to light our match with a lighter? I don't know. I wouldn't do it if I were you. Just in case you let's end up say winning. I were to light my match, yeah, with a lighter, yeah. I would choose the Vertigo Glock, yes, because it is be- be- the because, poor man's flat flame. Because we want to get paid for this. So <laughs> <laughs> 
It has an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. It has three jets. And although it has a flatter profile, so it'll fit in your coin pocket on the right-hand side of your jeans, uh, it does, in fact, feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Fourteen ninety nine for the Vertigo Glock. That's what I would use if I were going to light a match with yeah, a lighter. But you're not today. Uh, because uh, one of the rules says you can use up to two matches. You have one minute to cut and light. And if we were going to take our time cutting it, the cutting would have been brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And uh, speaking of Perdomo, happy birthday to Nick Perdomo. Celebrate yeah. his birthday today. Happy birthday, Nick. I sent him a text this morning. He's looking forward to our trip to Nicaragua. Yes, we'll, leave we'll be next leaving Saturday next Saturday, Saturday, a week from today. Yeah, and Barry, you'll be on the show by yourself. I will be large and in charge. There we go. Figuratively and literally. All right. So some of the rules here is uh, you have a cigar cutter in front of you and two matches, a book of matches with two wooden matches in it. That's all you can use. You have 60 seconds to cut and light it when I say don't touch it yet. Uh, There'll be no relighting allowed, no blowing on the end of the cigar to keep it lit, no blowing through the cigar. You're only inhaling, not blowing through it. Uh, For the first five minutes, there will be no talking or drinking. So take a gulp of water or whatever you want to take because for five minutes, there's going to be none of that. And as far as the talking goes, I am going to be disqualified immediately because I'm going to continue to talk, but you guys aren't. The words of Donald Trump. You're fired. There we go. Right off the bat. Um, The ash cannot fall for 40 minutes or there's penalties. So you've got to keep the ash going on it. And if the ash falls off, you're going to have points deducted or time deducted from you. And no putting the cigar down during the whole competition. It's got to stay in your hand the whole time. The same hand? Can you switch hands? You can switch hands. As far as I know, you can. And again, the, uh, the cigar itself is the Macanudo Inspirado, 5 and 8 by 42. And that is it. So if you guys are ready, I have 12.06 right now on the clock. I have a stopwatch on my phone. Now, do you want to go with the official time for the whole thing, and I'll do one for just the, the cutting and lighting? Okay. Why don't you do that? That'll be good. So you guys have a drink of water. You said what you want to say? I'm going to set, yes. the, I'm going to set a timer for one minute. When it goes <coughs> off, you have to be lit and cut. All right, so you're going to do that. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right, let's begin now. <gasps> okay. We're going to cut. And light a cigar. I'm going to continue to talk. They're done talking. This is my show for five minutes. Brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. And here is the wood match. Are they choosing to use one match or two? They're using one. I'm going to do that too, just in case I need the second match. And we're about 25 seconds in. Okay, I want to use my second match. It's 40 seconds in. Just want to get it so it's going to burn properly. 45 seconds in. We're at 50 seconds. 53, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. Put them down. That is it. And I blew it. Uh... As far as 
I'm going to add one minute to my time because I actually cleared it. I stopped mine. I don't know why I did. I was just so excited. I didn't know what to do. And I actually cleared my thing, so it's an extra minute. I'm going to have to add on to, and add on to this. <clears throat> and what does that mean? Four minutes and 54 seconds? Oh, there's no talking for five minutes. So is it true that you are a gay man? And if, if it isn't, just say so. No? Barry, we're going to uh, order lunch. Is there anything you want for lunch? Uh, just say now or else we'll, I'll just assume you don't want anything for lunch. You're all set, Barry? <laughs> okay. So no blowing on the end of the cigar. As I said, uh, there's no relighting, no blowing through the cigar, and no speaking for the first five minutes. And we have another four minutes and 15 seconds for you not to speak. Um, Remember, the ash doesn't fall, and uh, that's the way it is. So we have begun this, and we are about two minutes in. They have a long way to go, so uh, let me tell you what they have to go on this. Um, the champion, which we're going to have on here, um, smoked the same exact cigar, and he smoked it for 170 minutes and nine seconds. 170 minutes and nine seconds. Darren, CIO. F-F-I. Shafi? We'll, we'll see if that's the correct way to end up saying it. So there's, there's lots of rules that are going to be uh, done with this. Um, the competition, by the way, is open up to all adults. Participation is confirmed after they completed the registration and received it from the organization, which we have done. The competition ring is placed in the same length of each cigar, and it is uh, glued on there. No blowing on the cigar, Mr. Jonathan. I'm just telling you, you look, like, you look like you were covering up, that you're on camera, don't cover it up too much. Uh, each participant is given a cigar cutter and a box of uh, matches. You're allowed to use two of them. You only used one. You guys only used one match anyway, except I used two. You have uh, one minute to prepare your cigar. You did not blow it. You had one minute, and that was it. Burning time is a maximum of one minute uh, that you lit your cigar, you used every bit of that. During the competition, relighting of the cigar is not allowed. During the competition, um, the following is not allowed. Blowing on the cigar from the outside. Blowing through the cigar or making it wet. In other words, you can't wet the cigar to try to slow down the burn in any way. During the first five minutes, uh, talking or consuming drinks is not allowed. So they're not having anything to drink and they're not doing any talking for the first five minutes. We are four minutes in right now. Putting down the cigar is not allowed. It must be kept in the hand during the entire competition. The cigar is smoked to the competitive ring should the competitive ring be burned. In other words, they burn up to it and they actually burnt the ring a little bit. Uh, a 15-minute uh, time will be deducted from you. So you will uh, lose time. So you're going to end up quitting before you end up touching that band. You're going to be looking for a little more time to try to beat the record, but you can't. If you end up uh, burning the band, you're going to get, end up uh, losing some time for that. So the first falling of the ash uh, or shaking off the ash incurs penalty minutes. So if they end up dropping the ash uh, after the first 10 minutes, they'll lose 20 minutes. And that goes on and on all the way up till... Um, the first 40 minutes. If you end up keeping the ash on for 40 minutes, no penalty minutes will be deducted for you. But if you did it, um, let's say, 
uh, in 35 minutes, you're going to lose three minutes. So you want to keep that ash up there, almost like a longest ash contest, holding it up and not letting the ash fall off. Seems to be the way to go. Uh, rule number six, no smoking. Uh, the cigar smoke ends when the participant lifts his or her number. And uh, just hang, when you're done, just hang up your, your piece of paper. And uh, that'll say when it, it's time to quit. And uh, I believe uh, we are at five minutes. What, what, maybe you want to be quite, nope, 31, 30 seconds left for the five minutes. 30 seconds left. Um, the competition is headed by the judges, uh, maximum of 20 participants. So when and if we ever have the competition here, we'll have 20 people uh, joining us with that. Um, the judge disqualifies a person who does not respect the rules or disturbs others. So if he pushes on him or something to knock his ash off or something, he's eliminated. So there's no messing, messing around, no manhandling, none of that stuff. And uh, the judge informs participants about the time. Every 10 minutes, we're supposed to say uh, how many minutes we're in. Right now, we are six minutes into this. Um, six minutes and 28 seconds into this right now. And uh, the winner of the competition is who smokes the longest without the cigar being extinguished. So we can talk now. You can talk. We can talk now. You can talk. How are you feeling about this? The uh, answer you were looking for uh, for your question that you asked me is uh, it's called Buy Curious. Buy Curious. And uh, Barry's on a diet. He's not interested in eating after the show. Perfect. And I'm nervous because my ash is flowering. Okay, which means it's opening up, like opening up like a flower. So how much ash falling off of his cigar? Any. Any. Because I see ash on his keyboard. I'm just saying. That's from the other cigar. Yeah. That's from a thousand cigars that I've smoked. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> At least. At least. Derek, how you doing over there? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Hanging out. Cheating. All right. And you're holding nope. your cigar that way, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how you're supposed to hold it. You're supposed to normally hold it anyway. Yeah? You know? So, <clears throat> you got any ideas or keys that you're going to do, like take a hit every 30 seconds? And I'm trying to watch. I'm surprised how much smoke you guys are doing. I, I thought there'd be very, very little smoke. I don't think I'm, I'm sipping. Yeah, I don't think I'm yeah. very good at this, but I'm watching through the ash. Yeah, your ash is pretty far for Mr. Jonathan the glow. Let me see your ash there. And when I Wow, looks like I'm winning here as far as not going. Well, you, you were able to do your time talking. So What's, what's that that to do anything? Obviously, talking has something to do with it. Obviously. Okay. Gives you an unfair start. All right. All right. So uh, I'm so nervous about it going out, so I think I'm probably puffing on it too much. All right. All right. And we, uh, we do have the world champion waiting to get on. Already here. He's with us. Right after we go to break, we'll bring yep. him on, and he'll tell us what we've been doing wrong. But I actually want you guys to do it wrong to <laughs> let, him, let him maintain the record. I don't, I don't see... I don't see me winning it anyway. Barry, who thought he was going to be the winner, is awfully far down yeah, after five minutes. He's, he's less, less than I am, so I'm obviously going too fast. I'm going to have to slow this Look down. how little, little I am. Yeah. With the good news is I can't win because I already blew it by talking. So uh, we are almost nine minutes into it. And, jeez. Uh, so if, if this is 10 minutes, 10, 20, 30, I said 170 minutes. Which 60 minutes to an hour. 
120 is two hours. Right. So you're 10 minutes shy of three hours. 10 minutes shy of three hours. What did I tell you in the office? Yeah, okay. almost three Just, hours. Hard to believe. How can you do it? I'll be happy when we hit that mark that I, this ash could fall because it's... You're, you're going to lose by the so, ash. Yeah. A lot of excuses coming from you're this thir- side of the table yeah. over here. <clears throat> you're 30 minutes in and his, his ash is flowering, opening up a bit. Not mine. No, mine's perfect. You doing okay, Derek? Well, yeah, Macanudo. Yeah. You don't it's expect. Right. He's keeping a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> he's just tempting fate over there. Really? <laughs> no, I think he's tapping out early. He's asking Mm-mm. for trouble. No. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm just doing it how I normally would do it. All right. <clears throat> and normally you smoke slow. Yes. All right. We'll see how slow. I'm obviously smoking way too fast. Nobody would look at a five and a quarter inch cigar and say to themselves, that's a three hour smoke. <laughs> no. no. You usually look at it and you go, uh, yeah, I can do that in about 45 minutes. Yeah, that's a half hour smoke as far as I'm concerned. Like if, if, if there's a half hour left or something, I'll have a quick one. Just grab a Corona. Right. And that's good for a half hour. I'm just happy the cigar <clears throat> isn't that bad. Yes. Tasting. It's you pretty know, good. Yeah. It's a yeah. Macanudo. I've I didn't never expect had a, it to be yes, it's good. A, it's a different Macanudo, though. Yes. Inspirado? Inspirado. And, and that it does exist here in the United States, but not this particular size. Right. That is correct. It is densely packed. Yeah. I wonder if this has something to do with it. Um, where a regular Macanudo, Cafe Macanudo, seems lightly packed. Right, right. Guaranteed to have a, a good draw on it because it, it's a little yeah. underfilled. So do you, how, do you, how, how is your draw? My draw is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not too fine. loose, not too nope. tight, just nope. right. A little loose. Good draw. You just, you can't help yourself. You've got to have excuses no, right off the bat. No excuses. Just play the game, Barrett's. But for me, it's a little bit looser than I would normally like on a cigar. Giggity. Very interesting. So Chuck Morrison is away. He's in Houston. Um, and uh, tomorrow is the big game. Yep. We have to call it the big game because we can't call it Super Bowl. <clears throat> can't say that. Trademarked. Trademark to say it? That's BS. Well, I don't know about <laughs> saying it, but I don't think you can use it in advertising. I mean, they say, talk about the Super Bowl on sports radio all the time. And they say it. And they say it. Yeah, I think, I think it is. that you can't, you, We couldn't be, have a Super Bowl party. In that other is words. correct. So it's the big game party. It's a big game party. You can call it a Super Bowl party in the store, but you can't take an ad out in the newspaper calling it the Super Bowl. I would like to trademark big game. <laughs> <laughs> The big game. I'm big sure game. that hasn't been done. No? Um, so, yeah, Chuck will be on next week. Uh, you'll be interviewing him yes. and trying to get all the back end of what happened in yep. the Super Bowl and how the Patriots celebrated with their victory. One of the biggest questions I get asked on Facebook all the time is, what does Chuck do for the Patriots? Ah. Well, we'll find out in detail next week. There we go. He has a lot of jobs for them. He bounces around. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. he's in the booth. Sometimes he's on the field. <clears throat> uh, but we'll let Chuck fill he, us in. And he was there all week. Yeah. And he was sending me pictures of them building their little broadcast booths and stuff, be, uh, you know, on spe- in special areas and stuff of, you know, just to get uh, ideas for us of what we can do. So uh, all, all this time, though, he's been with them for over 10 years. He's been on our show probably about six years and uh, not one ticket to a game or anything. No, <laughs> nothing. No, there there were some promises made at the wedding, but really, not, nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. alcohol. Well, drunk, alcohol yeah, really. yeah, drunk yeah, promises. Alcohol involved. <laughs> That's a different thing altogether. <clears throat> yeah, or, or one of the players show up at the 
for the uh, for our show or something. I mean, uh, he, he flies with them. He travels with them. He's with them at all times. Yep. I wonder if that's part of the thing is, you know, don't be messing with your personal life, your business life, along with your personal life. Maybe. And crisscross these things. Maybe it's a full par. I don't know that. Um, Saturday, me and Mr. Jonathan head out early in the morning. Uh, that's why you're doing the show alone. You know, I thought we could maybe fly out in the afternoon, but there's no way it could have happened. So we have to go in the morning uh, to Managua, where we'll spend the night, and then off to Esteli um, on Sunday morning. And Nick's going to meet us there on Saturday night in Managua. And um, then we head to Esteli, where we're going to spend a few days now you learning haven't, the Perdomo thing. And, you haven't been to Nicaragua since you've been an owner of an iPhone. What do they have for electricity there for charging? That's not true. Um, if if they have uh, plugs that don't have it, I'm sure they have the adapter at the well, front desk. I, I made a uh, I made a fun purchase. Yeah, there's, there's no front desk, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, I, there is no front desk. I stood at, I stood at Los Arcos, there is no desk, which is the diviest of dive hotels. Yeah, and they actually have a pretty nice front desk. Really, it's marble. I've I've stayed shocked. I've stayed where we're staying, and there is no front desk. Do you know where you're staying? Uh, it's all white in the front. And it's owned by a, um, uh, I believe, a guy from Africa, a white guy from Africa that owns it. Um, and it's, it's clean, but it's, it's like a motel. Gotcha. I bought a, uh, a um, solar-powered charger for my phone. Okay. So I won't have to worry There'll about electricity. There'll be plenty of sun. There'll That's what I'm hoping sun. for. Yeah? But your phone ain't going to work. That's the thing. The camera's going to work. I'll oh, be right. able to listen to music, watch movies. All right. I'll be all set. <clears throat> as long as you can uh, listen to your music, you're, you're good. Um, so I went through, the, through this. I get that. Okay. Just looking at my rules, making sure I'm not forgetting anything here. Uh, this keeps bouncing off. I'm 15 minutes and 15 seconds into this. And I am. Uh, what, what's the magic um, of 20 minutes? Nothing. Nothing. You get nothing. It's nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing happens, happens again until forty minutes. Okay. Uh, I'm a little nervous because my burn has uh, has gone askew. Yes, it has. And there's no well, way to correct that. Wouldn't you want to touch this up? Right yes, now? I would. It's See, fun. that's that's going to be my problem because yeah. I just always touch stuff up and I can't. I am way better than all of you guys. Yes, yeah. you are. Yes, you are. Wow, and I'm still lit. Wouldn't it be something if I'm the winner here and I and I talked and, <laughs> and I blew, blew it, writing it. in it? <laughs> Riveting. Radio. Everybody else. Yeah, uh, everybody is. else have a straight, a straight burn. I got a little bit of a teardrop. Mine's a little tilted, but you're, you're being you're off camera and stuff. Yeah, but you're, you're waving your hands around, around and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, you're not 20 minutes in. You got 40 minutes without dropping the ash, man. You're messing around. There's no way. It's halfway there. <laughs> Halfway there. There's no way your ashes. Is Once stay I get over. nervous, then I will change my style. But as of right now, I'm confident. Yeah. Well, you're not out if you drop the ash. You just you get a penalty. Get a you penalty. know what I was thinking while this was happening too? Would it be smart to cut it deep, go further in, closer to the band, really cut deep? Would that end up helping in any way, shortening the cigar on that end? That's interesting, but I don't think so. No, because everybody did it the proper way. Right. But is there any edge? I thought about busting out a V-cut 
and going a little different and seeing if that changed because it. Because nowhere but, did it say you have to use a straight edge cutter right. or anything like but that. But also I did that experiment with the bullet cutter and the bullet cutter and a straight cut, you get the same amount of smoke time. It doesn't change anything. Okay. All right. So what's interesting, what's going to happen with the Pats, Barry, even though you're not paying attention this year, the right. sports at all? Um, I think it's going to be the highest scoring game in Super Bowl history. Yeah? But I'm not going to make a prediction to who will win. Wow. By you not making a prediction, you're thinking the Patriots are going to lose. That's what he's or saying. Or maybe I just don't want to jinx them. Ah. You believe in all that baloney. Y- you yes, can control yes. how the game is going to be played. Well, I he's what you superstitious. Say. Because yeah. <laughs> he boycotted them the whole season, it pretty much, because he wasn't watching them. No, no, It pushed them into the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. so I'll have to make sure that I sit with my back to the TV again. Man. You must have a hell of a chiropractor. <laughs> All right, so we're, we are smoking the cigar anyway. What's your thoughts on the Macanoodle Inspirado as far as taste? You're able to taste it. Are you paying attention to it? It's a little cinnamon. Medium-bodied, a little sweet. Medium, huh? Yeah. No. It's very light. I think it's mild. I think it's mild. Yeah. Mild? It's yeah. very light. It, it, but it's not like a Macanoodle is a hay-like Flavor, this is not. It's got, it's got some, maybe some cinnamon notes to it. I will more. tell you this. There is no way my ash is lasting 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Yeah, so you're going to be in big trouble. Now, he does have, he has a little flick. I have to imagine that if one little nodule of that falls off and the vast majority of his ash stays on, does, is, that, is that a penalty? That's a, that's a construction issue, not a Barry Stein issue. He's got lots of issues, but I got, that, I got tons he's got of a lot of issues. That isn't one of them. Yeah? I don't know. We're going to find that out. So let's go to break, and we'll, and we'll bring him on. So we're going to go to break. Uh, Darren Chaffee uh, is the current cigar-smoking world record holder and the former cigar-smoking champion of the world. He's going to join us. Uh, he'll, we'll get some tips and some tricks and see if we can get uh, any style that, we, that he has learned and can tell us uh, – our way through this of what's going to help. No blowing on your cigar, guys. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed Off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, Handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. Voted the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal in a weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Join us for the first time as the current Cigar-smoking record holder. He brought the title back to the U.S. Darren Chaffee, welcome to the Cigar Authority. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? Great. Who's in the lead over there? Uh, uh, it looks like Dave, Dave, but he cheated. No, I did he not talked. cheat. I did talk. He talked. I talked. But the lead is who is doing the least, right? That is the right. lead. Right. Yeah. I think I got maybe a fraction of, uh, fraction of inches on Jonathan. Uh, but I can't really tell what I got on Derek. Derek might be you can slightly change at any better. time, so hang in there. So, when do you find when you're doing this that the key is shallow draw? Do you do a full draw every minute? What's the uh, trick? That's a good question. There's definitely no rule. Uh, I'm doing all of those things. It really comes down to listening to the cigar and doing what you think it needs. Damn there it, are times that on. I take a shallow draw just to see what's going on, to see how, see if it's still lit, what kind of burn it is. Uh, then there's times when I want to make sure that all of the tobacco in the cigar is ignited, so it's going to need a big, long draw. All right, we're about 25 minutes in. And, and uh, I have to imagine, Darren, that I am at the where you would normally be for an hour. 
Yeah, you're about a well, third, of the, third of the way down to you know, the band. Sometimes you, you have cigars with a great start. Other times, sometimes you have a cigar that just in the middle does nothing for a long amount of time. You really just never know. I mean, that cigar could slow down suddenly. Now, I got a, I got a cigar that has an ash that has a couple of flakes that are hanging on by a whisker. Now, if a little if, flake falls off the ash, does that count? As no, if you're within the, the time frame where you're supposed to get penalty minutes, flaking is okay. You just can't have your whole ash come off. So if a little flake comes off, the judge is not going to give you points for that. All right, so how did you find out about this? And uh, when was the first time you did it? Were you there right from the get-go of this? I, uh, it's been going on around seven or eight years. I, I came on in 2014. Uh, my, my cigar company is primarily a European brand, so I'll attend – you know, festivals and events around here just to meet folks and, uh, you know, maybe make a couple of new fans. And a buddy of mine had mentioned to me the Cigar Smoking World Championship and this crazy thing that was happening in Croatia every year. Uh, so he, he got me into the finals. And I went in September of that year really with the goal of just to meet a few folks, have a good time, and don't look stupid. You know, don't be the first guy out. Uh, and I ended up winning the thing and setting a world record that night. So it, it was it was definitely something that was not on the radar. I just discovered that I could do it. And are you typically a cigar, slow cigar smoker to begin with? No, I'm typically quite a fast smoker. Wow. Um, okay. I just, I, but I know how a cigar works. You know, both for making cigars and smoking a lot of cigars, you tend to uh, just kind of you're able to guess what's going on, how they're burning, where they're burning, if they're burning on the inside, the outside. Uh, I know it sounds crazy, but also I think vision is very important to this ability. If you were, I can't imagine a far-sighted person doing well at this. I have really good up-close vision. Um, it comes from years of dealing in old paper and looking at things right in front of my face, and uh, I think that really helps. Like you need to be able to see the cigar, see the smoke, see the burn. So you see it, and you see that there's a problem. What the hell can you do about it? Well, you can do less than you can under normal circumstances, but uh, there are things you can do. Uh, if, you know, if, you're, if you're tunneling or if, you're, if you have a foot growing on one side of the cigar, you definitely don't want it to get out of hand. Particularly back when they used to use the, uh, the Monte Cristo number fours, that you often had what they would call art cigars, or a cigar where you would have just a crazy shape of a wrapper. Now with the Macanudos they use, which are the same size, the construction's a bit more uniform, so... It, it tends to be an easier burn and an easier contest, but of course, since you're puffing so slowly, you can still run into a situation where a cigar is a little bit funky. Uh, and, and, and the you, best thing I can recommend in that circumstance is, is you want to give it those fuller draws to try to burn through the entire wrapper. Ah. So you're not in, burning just in one spot. Okay. All right. That's good stuff. So you say you, you have your cigar brand. So tell us about your cigar brand. Well, my company is Principal Cigars. Okay. Um, we're a like I said, mostly a European company. Uh, we're mostly in the Baltic States, Scandinavia, uh, in the UK with JJ Fox and Harrods, uh, in Germany. Um, and we, uh, we make very small runs of, of very flavorful, medium-bodied cigars. So our, our, our stuff, including the Aviator series, tends to be medium-bodied but very, very vibrant. They tend to be four or five country blends. Uh, all our high-end stuff is made by Henry Kellner Jr. In, uh, at KBF yeah. in the Dominican, but we're using tobacco from all over. Uh, and unlike most companies, one thing that we do do is we tweak the blends for every production. So if you like a Von Kier, uh today, for example, we make, them a, we make about three productions a year and about three, 4,000 cigars a production. Uh, it may be slightly different the next time because 
since we're always out there on the cutting edge of using really flavorful tobacco, any tiny changes will influence the, the flavor of the cigar. So that being said, we always change the blends a little bit to best tell the story that we're trying to tell with each controller. To try to get the cigar back to its original form. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just to be able to put forth the best cigar of that style that we're trying to do with the ingredients on hand at that moment. Because with some of this stuff, you know, even, you know, if you have, if you have I think there's seven tobaccos in the cigar I'm smoking, if, if one of one crop has even a particularly good year, it could throw off the balance of, of how all those tobaccos are working together. So it's just something that needs to be addressed rather than taking the same ingredients and expecting the same cigar each time because something better may be available. Do you, um, do you find, when the 40 minutes hits, we're all going to want ash. Do you find that keeping the ash on until it falls off on its own is the way to go? Or are you a uh, knock the ash off and see what's going on underneath that bad boy? It's not like a cop-out answer. I, I generally do what the cigar tells me. It, it, uh, usually I find myself not ashing right away. But when I'm sitting there and I feel like it really wants to ash, I will ash. Having said that, one important thing to note is when you do ash, that's when your cigar is at its weakest point. So you want to, when you ash, you want to make sure that you've got a really good burn on it. Because if you, if the cigar is barely lit and you ash, you could take the, the ember. Of, and of I'm air out. Certainly put it out. So My I would definitely ash out. after a good puff. All right. At, at, 20, at 30 minutes and 10 seconds, Barry Stein's cigar is out. Despite puffing on it like a bastard, it went out. <laughs> That's a technical term. You wouldn't understand that there, Darren, like a bastard. And it's weird. It, it, it tunneled. You, you could see where it burned maybe a half inch beyond the wrapper, underneath the wrapper. Go ahead and tell wrapper, us how it's the cigar's no, fault. the wrapper wasn't keeping up with the burn, and I think that's where my issue was. So, so what my, Darren would have done is take some bigger drawers. Right. I think that I wasn't taking big enough drawers, and therefore it went out. I would think with the amount of wind you're capable of producing that you would not have that issue. But Yeah, but you're better at sucking than anybody else on this. Touche. Touche. That's it. You're so out really, all, the, out. all that matters as far as I'm concerned... Is I beat Barry Stein. Yeah, there's some internal stuff going on. All the trash talking that he did about how he could do it, he could enter in, he's a slow smoker. I'm still going to try it. It goes out. Well, you know something, Barry? Yeah. Because you're the first one out, and we were lucky enough to have five of these cigars. I'm going to give you the fifth one for you to do on your own. It won't be official, but there's your cigar to, to do at your leisure. Awesome. Appreciate it. Um, so do you practice this before you went to the competition? No, I had, my time in that first championship was the very first time I'd ever done it. I just figured how hard can it be? At least I can, you know, finish somewhere in the middle. Uh, and even since then, it's very rare I practice because, I, I mean, I practice by going to some of the qualifying tournaments in different countries because, again, it's a great place to meet people. Um, I've, I've competed in, in a bunch of them. I think I've won 10 or 15, you know, regional country tournaments. Uh, but that that I see is my practice. I'm, I'm now kind of semi-retired. So. Yeah, you almost you almost sound like you hate it. <laughs> retired. That takes the fun out of enjoyment. Fun of this, up yeah. about two hours, but now that it's at the point now where that last hour is just torture, and I always find a way to have to go to the bathroom for the last two hours. And you're not you're not allowed to leave the competition floor, right? No, you have to sit there and suffer. Can All you right. can you can you can you bring some sort of apparatus where you could relieve yourself inconspicuously? <laughs> I, would be not against the rules, yes. So, yeah. wear <laughs> we it depends. Just, or we would just ask you not to do that. That's run, a, run a tube. Ooh, I can drink now. 
When, Darren, how do you pronounce your last name, by the way? Black tie dinner, but uh, anything's possible. Darren, how do you pronounce your last name, by the way? Coffee. 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 Okay. What you said. The other day when we spoke on the phone, you said, like, psyching out the Russians. Is there a lot of psyching out going on at the event? Intimidation yeah. of your opponents? People are definitely very concerned with what other people are doing. I, I tend not to even look around unless I maybe I have a really good puff and I'm curious, but you can't compare yourself to others because, like I say, cigars burn at different speeds. Anything can happen. They all behave differently. You know, sometimes you get a cigar that requires a lot of attention. Other times you have a cigar that is just burning. You, you barely take a puff in it and you see the red embers on the outside. So. You really have to just focus on yourself and not really pay too much attention. I mean, we could treat this like a UFC thing where you have two two guys going head-to-head. They're doing the face-off, and one's like, I'm going to suck on this thing so yeah. slowly. <laughs> no, there'll be no need of that. <laughs> Very totally uncomfortable. I'm barely, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm barely going to draw it all. Yeah, we, we, there, there are a lot of times when people come head-to-head, and if no one has any penalty minutes, you're getting close to that band. It's, it's a matter of who's going to burn it first. We had a situation last year in uh, at Biggs in Chicago, where I am right now, where myself and another competitor had come down to the band. It was getting very, very hot, and uh, I actually had blisters on my finger from holding it because while the band hadn't burned, it was extremely hot, and there was no way to grip the cigar. So I ended up winning the competition, but only with uh, severe burns on my index finger. Wow. You can get injured in this, too. This is a real <laughs> is sport. A, it's a real sport. <laughs> <laughs> We are 34 minutes and 30 seconds into this. And I am halfway done. Another six minutes, and you can take the ash off if you choose. And I'm going with you a little. I think it's burning slower because it's not lighting up. I'm relying on the fact that I have a little bit of a cooler ember in there, I think. I don't know what's going on, but I do. There was a little waviness to the burn. And then it uh, evened itself out. It caught itself up. Which is my argument why you don't need to touch up a cigar because it will correct itself. It correct itself is right. Derek. Don't Derek. look at me. How you doing, Derek? <laughs> I'm doing. All right. Now he's holding now the cigar. Now I'm holding it straight like up because you need to. Yep. And actually, to Darren's point, Dave has apparently caught up. The early part of his cigar was burning very slow. Mine has stayed at this spot for a little while. So I may have hit a slow spot. And uh, Derek and I are pretty... Pretty darn close. Yeah, the construction. I think, I think Derek is has a shorter ass than you by by a little bit. Yeah. So I uh, I looked up. Uh, I, Darren, I never met you before and knew nothing about you. I looked a little up. Uh, vintage cigar art collector. Yeah, that's uh, it's sort of why I'm sitting here today. I, okay. When I was in high school, I was buying and selling antiques and you know books and clocks, and one day. As a, basically a child, I, I walked into a shop in Pennsylvania and I discovered cigar labels, cigar box labels. And, uh, I mean, these things are 100 years old. They're some of the finest color printing the world has ever seen. And I, I started putting all of my energy into buying the labels. And uh, at the same time, I was into vintage cigars only from the perspective of the packaging. So it, it was only a matter of time. As I got a bit older, I realized people were actually smoking these things. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so I started smoking them, and uh, really the artwork is, is what's driven most of what I do. So, I mean, cigars are my life, but uh, the, the, the artistic aspect of the whole thing is really important to me. And, and you travel around the world, basically, uh, and uh, not only for the uh, art collection and everything, but that your cigars are elsewhere uh, besides the United States. Yeah, it's, it's been, I've been lucky because I had a lot of the connections before I started actually making cigars four years ago. Uh, so that once I once I did from from that world, 
everything just sort of ran together. Uh, I'm in Europe about twice a month, and uh, we've been expanding into Asia and Singapore, India, uh, and uh, that's really where we go. Okay. What part, what part of the world have you found some of your best finds in terms of the cigar art? Because um, like antiquing is very well, big here in New Hampshire. The, the, the American art was the best in terms of the subject matters because anything you can imagine was put on a cigar label. They, they imagined that around the time of the turn of the century, there were one million different cigar brands in the United States. Because in every city, you had a little mom and pop in a garage rolling cigars. And, and people were largely illiterate, and everyone smoked. So when you went to the cigar shop, the only thing you had competing for your nickel was the inside of that cigar box. So subject matter-wise, every sport, ethnicity, transportation, anything you could think of was somewhere on a cigar label. Whereas in Europe, the themes were a bit more allegorical, but the quality of the lithography itself was outstanding. There were some lithographers in Germany, particularly Klingenberg, that produced uh, just mind-blowing graphics. So anybody have so a I guess dictionary? United States would be the most interesting, but quality-wise, the European stuff's not standing. Um, let me ask you this question: um, the first minute that we choose to cut and light our cigar, does that count towards the smoking part of it? Well, you have one minute that's just cutting, and that does not count toward the smoking part. Then they start the clock, and then the first minute where you can light it does count towards the clock. Okay, we, we cut and lit at the same time, We did time, cut it. Basically. So really, then, you would want to, I would think, push your lighting time 30 seconds out. Not really I do. go right I do. It depends right on in. how confident you are with the two matches, but I for sure don't light it right away in that minute. Because that's, that's seconds right? added on to your life. And, it, and there are tournaments where a few seconds makes all the difference. 170 minutes and nine seconds is your record. Was there anybody be close behind you? Um, I think that um, – well, I've broken the world record five times. Wow. And most of those times it's gone back and forth between myself and a gentleman named Oleg Padan in St. Petersburg. And I think his prior record was uh, – it's on the chart, but I, I want to say it's four or five minutes less than that. Wow. Uh, but there, there's a time it, – it seems like they go in waves. It seems like there's times when everybody's getting great scores and there's times when, you know, everything seems to go down. So it could be a, a – a uh, byproduct of the production. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Do you have a Do you have a, a size preference yourself as far as just what you smoke on the regular? Um, it's It's funny. I, I originally came from a sort of Cuban world, and you know, I was primarily a Cuban cigar smoker. And I think that most of what I smoked that was non-Cuban was really mass-produced stuff. So my eyes really weren't open to the, so many wonderful non-Cuban brands. And as I ventured out, I realized that hey, there's a lot of great tobacco and. Size-wise, the great dichotomy to me is that with Cuban cigars, so much of the character is coming from that filler. And you could really have large ring-gauge cigars that, that provide a wonderful smoking experience, yet all of the Vitolas tend to be fairly narrow. Whereas outside of Cuba, but particularly my cigars, so much of the character is coming from the wrapper and the binder. 40 minutes in. The ash can fall if it falls, right? We're 40 minutes in? 40 minutes in. Now, Darren, do you, have you had a cigar tar up on you? Because mine is tarring up, which so I'm getting a very bitter uh, taste. So I'm thinking that there Matt may be some... been pretty good. I, I mean, they're even better now than they were the first year or so when they introduced them. It's not pleasant. I'm going to power through it, but... And you can't... Re- like, if, it's, if a cigar is starting that bitter taste, you can use a cutter and cut that off. Right. But you're not allowed I to do I would imagine that. you're not allowed to re- redo it. 
you're not going to have much more to go anyway because you've got a little over an inch left before you're going to hit that band. I have a feeling. I, I'm doing what Darren said. I'm listening to my cigar, and this is where it's going to really start to smoke slow. Mr. Jonathan, the cigar whisperer. Yes. <laughs> so the other day, you and I also, you know, we spoke before, you know, to set this whole thing up. You're thinking of retiring from, from doing this, I think you said? Yeah, I mean, I'm having more fun helping him promote and expand in the U.S. Uh, we sponsor now two tournaments. If you go to our website, we have both the Chicago and the Nashville tournament. If anyone wants to participate in an actual official tournament in the United States without having to go overseas. What's the website? Uh, and uh, it's much more fun promoting, helping people, get people involved, than it is staring at a cigar for three hours monthly. Right. Yeah. How do, how do we, could we possibly become a spot here with the Cigar Authority and have a, an event around there it? Absolutely. And uh, arrange an official tournament. That would be awesome. Maybe we've got a sleeper in here that can really go slow. We know it's not Barry, but. <laughs> yeah. Heidi will test to that. There we go. <laughs> Derek's holding his ash uh, straight across. The ash is still hanging on uh, 40, 42 minutes into it. And, it's doing uh, pretty well. How far along are you? What do you got left of the uh, band? Let's see. Not much. We He's got halfway more. there. About an inch and a quarter, inch and a half. Yeah, just about that. I got a solid, uh, solid inch. Darren, you said that you have the events in Chicago and Nashville. Do you have a website that lists the events and how people could sign up for this? Yeah, if you go to my site, it's principalcigars.com. There's a CSWC link at the top, and uh, it has both an information page and event pages for the National Chicago events. And as we had other U.S. events, they'll be put on there as well. So Jonathan purposely uh, let his ash fall off. Because it was allowed. It's allowed. I have not, and Derek has not. Should we? You have to listen to your cigar. I don't know what to listen for. (laughs) Well, I mean... Yeah, you just have to do what it tells you to do. Just make sure if you do ash, you, you have a good burn at that time, a lot of nice smoke coming out. Yeah, I would think that the, a big problem could be that that ash pulls the ember off the cigar, and now you're dealing with less of an ember. I, I did that. I made sure so it was you're gonna, going. So you're going to take a hit on, the, on it, get it kind of smoky, and then drop the ash. Yeah, and, and also sometimes you want the burn. Sometimes you might feel like i got to get some oxygen in there, and, it, and it's time to drop the ash. That's what I was feeling. And, 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 yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, the amazing thing to me is that you not only um, never practiced before you went on for the first time you did it, you actually um, won the first time you went out there. And, you know, I'm lucky enough to have you to give, give me some information. Did somebody give you information the first time you went out there and you understood? No, I, I promise it wasn't as amazing for you as it was for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really. That's what she you said. Know, a, a fluke of epic proportions. And after I won, I, I wanted to show people that, hey, I really think it's something I can do, not just a total fluke. And that's why I continued. And you did it again. So uh, we're 54, um, 44 minutes into this right now. 44 minutes. I, uh, it's not even going to be close. So you don't have to worry about your record here. Yeah, you, you're uh, safe. You're safe. Uh, I, I don't see much more than uh, a little over an hour because of the, the amount, the little amount I have left. I'm, I'm more than you much still more got than, half left, though. I'm less than I'm half. convinced his cigar is, is almost out. It's barely giving off any smoke there. Plenty know. of smoke? I don't know if that's considered <coughs> plenty of smoke. So even though, even though you're going to uh, you, concentrating on um, focusing on events, promoting and whatever, are you going to defend your title? This year at the World Record Championship? 
I haven't decided. I'll definitely be there in split. Uh, and and I, I may or may not compete during the year. I mean, if they do, they were talking about having a tournament during Pro Cigar. I would have done that. Um, if something exciting and new comes up, I, I'd compete again. But I, I mean, I, I prefer not to. I just don't want to look like the guy that is afraid. You know, just, somebody just, uh, somebody breaks your record by 10 minutes, I would imagine that would be enough to draw you out. Yeah, Actually. if someone breaks it, I guess I definitely have to go back for sure. And it can happen. I don't know, man. Yeah. I got I got a lot of respect for for your your skill set being able to. I mean, times you'll be getting within twenty percent. I'm worry. in the retail business. I don't want anybody smoking a Corona for three hours. There's no money. In <laughs> do you do do you have you gone the other way and done a uh, fastest smoking contest? Yeah, I was in Poland, um, and they had <laughs> a, a joke uh, there. <laughs> And so I think I came in second or third. I don't recall, but wow. uh, it's not my forte. All right. I'm getting scared. The light, it's going to go out on me also. So you got to tap that ash, man, and see where your ember's at. Boom. Yeah, it, it was, was going to go anyway. It was going. It was going anyway. It was going. Because I listened to it. I listened to the cigar. <laughs> it told me this thing's ready to go. All right. So I'm, 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 now I'm lit. I see it's, it's lit on the other end. I'm tempted to blow on it, but I can't. So I should take a hit on it, right? Yeah, I mean, you can take little puffs. I can see your cigar glowing, so you have plenty of burn. All right. All right, that's good. Uh, what do we have? Also, at one, one tactic, if you really think that the cigar is going to be uh, going out, and I've never said this anywhere, so it's an exclusive for your Here show. we go, exclusive. It's just like when you're in the car and you're skidding in on the water and you, you're tapping the brake to get some traction. If you if you take your puffs in a staccato mo- mo- movement like that, it will allow the, the the embers time to breathe in between airflow. So I, I, I can see a cigar can reignite itself better with short puffs rather than a long one. Interesting. Yeah. I've definitely been just about out and thought it was over and come back from the dead with that technique in the past. I like that. I'm uh, stoking the fire. I, I don't know, man. I don't think I'm going to make it past the break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're down. Uh, we still have an ash there on uh, Derek. Derek, why don't you walk over to the camera just so uh, oh, people can see uh, where you're at? Now, Darren, with, we'll see. with respect to burning the band, the is it just that you're you're looking to not have any discoloration whatsoever on the band? You can have extremely light browning. That would be just okay. The judge will disqualify you for it. But if you're in a position where uh, it's at the band and it's you and someone else, they're going to be staring at your band. And the moment it turns from browning to a burn, you're going to be out. So you really have to decide, all right, I think it's about to burn, and then you tap out with your number. And at, the, at that point, it doesn't matter. So you've tapped out at that point, and right. if the band does burn, you're out anyway. So you just yeah, set them out. Matter that Beautiful. And it, when you did end up winning this, did you tap out, or did the cigar go out on you, or what happened? Uh, it went out like just right at the end. I mean, we were all so inexperienced, and it was a few years ago, so the "quote unquote" sport is not at the level it is now. But um, yeah, it just kind of went out when I was right near the band. Right. There's no I, "quote unquote." This sports. is a sport. This is a sport. <laughs> there is a skill set involved. I play sports. <laughs> Dave, you are proving to be the athlete. Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm an athlete, and that would make Jonathan an athletic supporter. <laughs> there we go. Says the guy whose cigar went out. There we go. You have, you have no foot to stand on over All right, there, so Mr. What do, Stein. So what do we do to get a qualifier here in New Hampshire? I want to do it. 
Uh, we'll just I'll talk to you guys um, this week, and we'll just figure out some dates that might work, and we'll just get it going. All right, and I and I see uh, according to the website, uh, twenty people maximum, right? No, that's just a rough guy. Like twenty is sort of the number where, where it's a, a good crowd, but some of the qualifications. I think Copenhagen is one of the largest. It's up to like eighty-five or something. And when we did it in Poland, I think it had sixty or seventy, so they can get quite large. Okay. And there's there's people around to make sure everybody's doing the right thing, right? If anybody, yeah, I mean, if you, uh, I mean, the more people you have, the more judges we need. That's really the only variable. So, it, what does it take to be a judge? Do you have is there some sort of class you take? Online certification? No, it's, it's not I, that sophisticated. Can as I wear a referee shirt? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep going along. But geez, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show and and uh, getting us in the direction. I, I would say you can rest easy. None of us are going to uh, blow you away. We're, we're all uh, an inch or so away. Um, Mr. Jonathan should be out before the uh, commercial before the break, break is over. over. Uh, but, uh, yes, p- please contact us and, l- and let's get this and let's get you live mm-hmm. here on the show and learn about your cigars some more and your collection and all that stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure was mine, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, all right. Darren. And Thank we're going to take a break. And uh, the ash can fall off. No penalty, Derek. Don't worry about that. Uh, When we come back, it's going to be a little halftime treat for some of us. Uh, The other ones, I think, oh, we can drink. We can we can drink. They didn't mention eating. Yep. So uh, I guess that's okay. Um, And for those that went out, Barry, he can light up a second cigar, something from our care package. And Barry's got the scoop on what's happening in the cigar industry as we uh, continue for the world's record right here on the show. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you're smoking your Macanudo Inspirado, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth or you'll be disqualified. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raffio Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil 
oils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast. Or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at AVO.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. What are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy a little cold. That guy a little cold. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. Oh, to magic camp? I'm an accomplished ventriloquist? Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, 
loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Barry knows what's up in the cigar industry, but he's already tapped out on this. He thinks he could break the world's record. He can't. Mr. Jonathan is tapping out right I'm now. I'm getting close. It's, I see no browning of the band. Seconds away. I'm not puffing on it just yet. I still see smoke coming out. No browning. I'm good. You're good for another few seconds. What time do we have? He's got like 56, one sixteenth of an 50, inch. 57. 56 57 minutes. minutes. Nope. 55, 50, yeah, 57 minutes. Tapping out? I'm not quite there yet. I, he said you can have slight browning of the band. I have no browning, Barons. Nope, but you're almost, you're almost there. Oh, I got a lid. Almost there. He's I'm close. A, I'm anyway, close. Halftime treat? Yeah, let's do the halftime treat. Keep it a fat man from the candy. All right. So today, what is it? The um, it's the Hostess brought to you by Hostess. Yep, and we have the red the, velvet with the white frosting and the red curly cues on top. Yeah, this it, is the red velvet one, which is not the original one. I tend not to like the the knockoffs of you know when they try to expand their portfolio. I like the original, but we have the original. We too. have the original, which is chocolate on chocolate with white. Squirrels. All right, so we can do both, and we can see which one's better. Yep. And actually, the red velvet has more calories than the other one. Oh, my God. I almost went out again. So it's also Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. The weekend that we spend more money on snack foods than any other weekend in the we. course of the year. We. We. Americans. Yes. And uh, He was talking about you and he. Yes. yes. That's, he was using the collective we. Mm. But $15.5 billion will be set, spent on food for Super Bowl weekend. In the United States. In the United States. And worth every penny. And uh, before I get into the numbers, I'm going to do one of the red velvets. I can only have one because I'm dieting. I'm not going to do So why two. don't you do half and half so that you nah, can. Nah, I'm going to waste it. We've got a packed house today. I'm going to make sure everybody gets it. All right. Me and Jonathan will split a, um, one of each. Okay. Derek? I, I, I will take one, but I'm going to hold off for right now. Okay. Because I am. He is in the zone. I'm in the zone, man. All right. So this weekend, 1.3 billion wings will be consumed. $330 million will be spent on pizza. Salty snacks such as salsa and chips will top $537 million. And 11.2 million pounds of I'm potato chips will be consumed. 278 million avocados will be used to create guacamole. More than $583 million will be spent on beer. And $109 million on hard liquor. Consequently, and acid sales. Another 45 seconds, man. You got another 45 seconds in I there? got it. I got this. Because you can get one hour if you got another 45 seconds, Mr. Jonathan. But he's there. I'll be a third of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and acid sales will go up 20% the day after the Super Bowl. And 16.5 million people will call out sick the day after the wow. Super Bowl. And I, and I wonder if it, the percentages of the winning team and losing team, it's going to be heavier here up in New England? I would think so. Your team's losing big. You're going to get a little bit drunker to mask the pain. So the game's starting at 6-ish. 6.30. Yeah, so it's going to end at 10? About. Yeah. 9.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, and then they're going to celebrate a little bit, and then they're going to drive home drunk and get to bed after midnight and bang in the next day. Mr. Jonathan... 
is at the 60-minute mark. And I am, I, I am still seeing zero discoloration of the band. Yep. I'm glad he told me that because I'm still in this game right now. You got a little browning to the band going. There's no browning. Look at my band versus your no, band. There's no browning. Look at, look at under a spotlight. Zero browning. There's a little browning on the edges. You're out of your mind. You need I'm, your not at the, I'm not at the point of blistering my fingers. Right. You're not burning it, but there is some browning of the edges. You're blistered his fingers. You are crazy. It is a sport. Yeah, at the point that you have a blister, I think you can, you can unequivocally say it is Derek, a sport. Derek, you're hanging in? I'm hanging in there. Yep. I got probably half an inch to go before I hit the band. I'm out. Hold on. You're not out. I'm out. Okay. You're out at 60 minutes and 55 seconds. All right. I don't want to risk that it burns. 55 seconds. I didn't even get your time, Barry. All that was out in 20. 20. Yeah, it was like 21 minutes. minutes. He he wasn't even allowed to ask. I think Derek gets another half hour out of his. It's possible. Dave's going to get probably 45 minutes out of his at least. See what I got here? Okay, so this is the uh, area. Twenty-one minutes. We, we're gonna, the show's going to continue until one of us is uh, gone, anyway. And this is Mr. Jonathan. All that matters is that I beat Barry. I think everyone knows that. I don't care about anything else. Well, now I beat you. That's that's fine. That's right. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You just didn't want to lose to me. <laughs> Did your cigar almost go out though a couple times? No. 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 Couple times I had it, I had to hit it hard. Yeah, no, and mine's staying straight too. For the most part, yeah, it stayed no, straight. I'm not there with straight, but I've only asked once. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go for the red velvet first. He's going red velvet. I don't really like the color red. No, it's the best flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'll do it. I'm all about the red velvet. That's my weakness. Yeah? Yeah. It's terrible. I wouldn't want this to go out because I was eating. <laughs> all, right. all right. I'm going regular chocolate. You're going to light up a cigar, Barry? Yeah, I'm going to light up the United Cigar Churchill. Mr. Jonathan can do it, too. And United Cigar is truly one of the few boutique cigars on the market today, sold in roughly 100 retail shops across America. The blend consists of filler tobaccos, including Brazilian Matafina, Dominican Habano Corojo, and Dominican Habano Criollo 98. The binder is Cuban Seed Habano, and good enough to be used on the wrapper, but instead it's used to create balance. The wrappers on the Maduro are the number one dark Connecticut broadleaf Maduro, while the lighter color also uses a broadleaf, but it's referred to as a natural because it's slightly lighter in shade. All right. As well. a Connecticut broadleaf cigar lover, personally, I love these cigars. How long before that one goes out on you? Four minutes. <clears throat> the regular hostess cupcake is heads and shoulders above. Yeah, it's not even a contest. Yeah. So the official, uh, it's time to cut our cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. See what I did there? I see what you did. There we go. Picking up what you're putting down. There we go. And uh, we're going to light our cigar today with the 1499 Vertigo Glock. You got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. You have the patented Vertigo big ass tank, and all three of the jets 
are in line creating what we like to refer to as the poor man's flat flame. That is the Vertigo Glock. This is the Maduro? This is the Maduro. Both of them are pretty dark to begin with anyway. It's that same Padron thing. Sometimes without the proper lighting, you can't tell the difference yeah. between the natural and the, the Maduro. And we're suffering when it comes to uh, light here. But this cigar was part of the Cigar Authority monthly care package. All right. And we're sm- it measures 7 by 54, and it has an MSRP of six ninety nine a stick. All right, so $7 Churchill. Now, you can, if this is anything to do with the cigar I'm smoking here, that is at least a six, seven-hour smoke right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put, that, put that in Darren's hands, and uh, he'll be able to smoke it till next week. You get a dollar an hour for that one. I so, got I to say mine is starting to get a little bitter. Yeah? Yeah. A little hot, too. Do you have a cupcake? Not yet. We gotta have a little cupcake, sweeten that up. I'm refraining. They're... Yeah. Until after this is done. Okay. I think uh, based on what I have, I got a half hour left. At yeah. least till the break. Yeah. You'll make it to the break. So uh, Barry, why don't you let us know what's up in the cigar world? It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. One hour, six seconds. I want to show, One hour, six minutes. I want to show Dave something that he can't do. Yeah, I can't blow on the end of the cigar. <laughs> uh, and watch, I can puff as many times as I want. Yeah. This week saw the official introduction of Senate Bill 294, a.k.a. S-294, with a total of 10 original sponsors and co-sponsors. The bill is virtually the same as the previous bill, which was introduced at the start of the last Congress. Which was the same as the previous bill before that. that, And it ultimately went nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Cook County judge ruled that the city's efforts to impose new taxes in Illinois on various tobacco products violated a 1993 state law. In the ruling, Judge Ann Collins-Dole found the city violated a 1993 law when it tried to impose taxes on cigars and smoking, smokeless and pipe tobacco last year. And it proves that you can make a difference because this was fought by the oldest cigar shop in Chicago, Iwan Rees. They did not give up, and ultimately they won. So it's a proof that the vigilance must continue to defeat these regulations. Meanwhile, at Drew Estate this week, it was announced that Jonathan Drew will take on the role of president of the company he co-founded as he reduces his travel and focuses on team and brand building. Also, Drew Estate has a new senior vice president of sales in Dan Lazarus, who comes from the wine and spirits industry. As we reported last year, shortly after Dave Salucci left Drew Estate, he now has a new home. As we hinted on a podcast in August, that home is Quality Importers. And lastly, you can add Indiana to the list of states that are attempting to raise the pack tobacco age to 21. And that's what's up in the cigar world. 
What's up? In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? So it's never happened before. Next week... Mr. Jonathan and I both will not be on the show. It's almost seven years, and it's never happened before. What are you smoking? Pat Sherman's Timeless. Okay. And I don't have the notes in front of me, so I don't remember the second cigar, but we'll keep that a surprise. All right. So Nat Sherman Timeless. uh, I I believe it's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package anyway. That is correct. So those people have, but anybody else that wants to smoke along, Nat Sherman Timeless, uh, we will be in... um, We'll be traveling while it's happening, so we can't even uh, listen in live, I don't think. You can't listen to the disaster until it's already I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Um, it, it, for uh, It's something I want to hear because, you know, you can't help but watch the train wreck. Right. This is what, what right. I'm looking at, I think. That's the reason why you slow down on the highway. You want to see the accident. Right. Right. You want to see, you know, the decapitated motorcyclist, which I saw as a six-year-old on the Bronx River Parkway. We were driving. There was an accident in a truck and a tractor-trailer got into an accident, and there were uh-huh. two white claws covering. One you could tell was the helmet, and the other you could tell was the rest of the body. Horrible. So, there we Thank go. you for that visual. Yeah, not a problem. That I can't wipe out of my memory now. <laughs> Jerk. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what, uh, what happens with it. Uh, Derek is going to be by his side. Derek's been doing 12 shows already now. It'll be 13 yeah, by then. Yeah, it'll be 13 this 13 coming Wednesday. 13 shows on the net. Yep. Unlucky Improving 13. every year. It's getting good. More listenership. You yep. have an advertiser. Yeah, we do. Sereno. Yep. Sereno Royale. So uh, here it comes. Yeah, you know, it's it was, rolling. It was, I think it was a lot longer than 13 weeks for us. Uh, before somebody was, jumped on board. That's yeah, sure. before we even had a real live guest other than the first time. The first show. Yeah. So what, what's happening on that? What are you doing on the For show this Wednesday? This Wednesday, we are going to be smoking the Oscar Habano, ah. which is a new release for him, Oscar Valadares yeah, and the, Jim with Robinson. The, with the green around it we did a couple yep. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So is it true that you guys are just riding on our coattails and uh, totally. just smoking whatever we smoke? <laughs> totally. Yep. But we're better. <laughs> so it's, it's a different you show. Keep thinking that. It's a different show. Barry was on a couple of yeah. times. Yeah, I was on twice filling in. Yeah. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to have uh, Dan, the Kristoff rep, on the show live with us as well. Oh, good. Okay. So he'll be talking about some Kristoff happenings. That'll be your first guest. Live guest. Yeah, live yep. guest. Good. Yep. All right. Watching how that's going. Right now, it's time to uh, look at the Don Raphael offer of the day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $250,000 is the offer today. I'm interested. Yeah, it interests you? Interested, yep. Typically, you want me to remove a body part for that kind of money, though. But I don't. This time, I want you to add something. Tattoo your forehead. Two inches by four inches with whatever you want. For how much? $250,000. I'm actually curious. Jonathan's thinking about it. I'm actually curious what he's thinking of tattooing on his forehead. He didn't say I had to say. A two-by-four target, maybe? Two-by-four. Two inches by four inches, right in the center of your forehead. Could it be more than that? It could be more. It has to be at least two-by-four. So I could do the Mike Tyson and and have some sort of advertisement up there. And now you're giving me 250000 Can I sell ad space on my yes. forehead? Yes, you can. So I could double dip on this. If somebody would willing to pay, 
I'm in. I would tattoo really? my forehead for a quarter of a million dollars so long as I could <clears throat> sell ad space. Yeah, do whatever I'm you want. I'm in. I'm out. Absolutely, right? Absolutely out. No way. You're so full of crap. Why would I want to ruin this beautiful face with a tattoo? <laughs> 200, people do it for actually pay to have it done. Yep. I'm willing to pay you 250000 Yeah, I'm uh, in. I'll pass. I have tattoos, but I will have to pass on that. Plus, I actually, it's funny, you mentioned tattoos on the forehead because I, I was reading the other day that the forehead is one of the most painful places to get a tattoo done because it is so close to the bone. Sure. And those needles hit the bone. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be able to. I would uh, like it. I'd want him to push harder. <laughs> when I was a kid, Jonathan, I had, How about you put Jonathan on there? Jonathan likes when Ask they push me harder. why. Ask me why. No, I would sell ad space. It would be a two-guy smoke shop ad. I'm not, by, I'm not paying. You may not, but yeah. someone will. All right. All right, so the answer is... The uh, news I'm media would no. be here. The answer is no. No. No, no, no. Yeah, you're wrong. And you're, you're Barry's so full of crap. He's watching every friggin' uh, football game, and he would tattoo his forehead for $250,000. He's, he's lying. Could you, you get it removed? Could you get it lasered off at one point? Yeah, I'd say you got to keep it off for a year. That's painful, too. I know. So, okay, maybe if I could do that, I might wear a consider hat it. A, wear a hat for a year? Yeah, maybe wear a hat, you know. How much, how much some of the, the money to get it removed? Nah, during the healing process, you throw some wrecking bomb on your forehead. When it's removed, is it really removed? It, well, it takes several setting, uh, sittings to get it removed. And like you, gotta, you wouldn't know. No, 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 no. There's scarring. You can see scarring. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Just yeah. dig scars. I'm all in. On your forehead? Yeah. 250000 It's not even a contest. Yeah, all right. That's it. So he and, and Derek is half and half. So uh, we'll see what that does anyway. So let's look at a time check here. Where are we at? Because I'm still going. Derek, how you doing? Over I there? am just about to hit the band. One hour and fourteen minutes exactly, and you're getting ready. To I'm about ready to tap, tap out. out. Yep. Get another minute or I so th- in I there. I think I can get another thirty seconds. Wow. I wouldn't even puff on it anymore. Just just let it go out, and then when it's out. It's out. Just don't yeah, let the band burn. You got plenty of time on there. Well, on one side, he's right well, at the One band. side, I'm right there. Hold that side down yeah. and let the heat burn up, up the other side and, burn, and rise you up. Get another 13 seconds. You'll be at one hour and 15 minutes. Okay. I can last to that. Another, another 20 seconds is going to give you one hour and 15 minutes. I'm going to write it down here because he's tapping out at one fifteen. One hour, 15 minutes. Which is uh, pathetic, considering the Less world than record. half of the world record. The, the world That's record isn't, isn't quite three hours. It's, no, one, it's 170 minutes, minutes. What is it? It's 10 minutes shy of three hours. Are you sure? Yes. We just did the math an hour ago. 60, 120, 180 is three hours. Yeah, ten, so it's, a, it's, an, it's two hours and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Correct. And one minute and 15 seconds in third place. Getting out. And well, you were out. Yeah. You cheated by, by talking, so your score doesn't even count. It does count because I'm winning. <laughs> I don't even I, get I feel, the no I feel talking like taking thing. my ass off, though. The no talking thing makes no sense. No, but it obviously the, you're setting people up for success because he talked the most and he has the burning, the, you, the slowest did you burning. Did take the ash off, Derek? No, the ash is still there. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. It fell off the first first go round. It fell off with like a good two and a half, almost three inches yeah. of ash. 
but not for the 40 minutes. So we, we thought 40 minutes, we were never going to get to the 40 minutes without the ash falling. All of us made that. No problem. No problem. Except for Barry, who, right. who went 21 minutes and he, he, <laughs> he was yeah, out. Yeah, he was out. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm the last guy standing. Well, you talk the most. I don't know if that matters. While you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the proper introduction. When someone you meet introduces themselves with their full name, for example, and we're thinking of you, Mr. Jonathan. Thank you. Jonathan, it is not gentlemanly, shall we say, debonair, for you to say, it's nice to meet you, John. Or another example, you meet someone who says, hello, my name is Michael. It would not be debonair for you to say, hey, Mike, show respect and honor this person by using their official proper name. Jonathan, Michael, Stuart, Richard, you can see where we're going with this. Barrett's. It's not only the right thing to do, Dick. it's the gentlemanly way to do it. The debonair way. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Oh, I thought we were doing word association. I'm taking my ash off. I don't know why. I feel like I should. You're listening I'm to listening your cigar. I'm listening to the cigar. Man, that's an ugly burn. Yours went real south. Yeah, that was the problem. And you're going to start to tunnel there. You're going to have to get that thing ignited, man. You got no, no, no ember. I'm lit. Uh, I'm lit. I'm lit. Right I'm still center. going. We're, we're in, uh, where is this? One, one hour, 18 minutes. One 18 minutes and still going. It's all right. I'm good. Uh, your thoughts on uh, United Maduro. This is the Churchill Maduro you're smoking. It's got a little, a little bit of strength to it, which you would expect from uh, Maduro. The burn line is very good. Um, a little soft, but... I mean, for an inexpensive cigar, not bad. Seven dollars. I'm yeah. finding mine firm. Yeah. And for me, without the band, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between this and a certain brand's Thousand Series. It's better constructed. Flavors are almost on point. It's just an enjoyable, chocolatey, coffee-esque cigar. Okay. Coffee. And me and Derek are still smoking the Macanudo, which is burning hot. I, it's it's done. The, yeah, you're done. The band Brown, I'm lighting up the United Maduro Churchill with the second match. Right, I'm the only one here. Not enjoyable because I'm down to burning hot and a little right. acidic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just not. Um, I, I find all these longest ash contests, fastest smoke, now slowest smoke takes away from the enjoyment of the cigar because you're it actually doing something else, um, you know, trying to... Yeah, the goal, it. it's, not the, it's not the who can enjoy the cigar the most contest. It's Almost went out. Who can, uh, who can keep it lit the longest. All right. It's I'm just in. like reviewing a cigar. 
I can't enjoy the cigar. Yeah. You know, you're so focusing on what you're tasting and what you're getting and, and so on and so forth. For me, the most enjoyable cu- uh, cigar is on your back deck with a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. On a 70-degree summer morning. See, I enjoy when I write reviews because I find that paying attention to the flavors is the thing that I like the most. So I'm, I go the flip side of it. If I'm writing a review, that's the time that I enjoy the cigar the most. And I do enjoy, obviously, smoking on my back deck. But All right. I'm an hour and 20-plus into this thing. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll take a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, along with letters in the mailbag. I'm going for the world's record. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. 
Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority of the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. It's not Mr. Anything. It's not. It's not Mr. Anything. We're back live from the La Florida Minicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Going after the world's record, I have a minute left. I mean, I'm not going to – it's getting very close to the band, um, but welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Interesting, fun, something different. I don't know about fun, but it certainly was different. It beats playing basketball or some other sport, you know, track and you're field. Really, you're really going with this as a sport, sport, huh? It's a sport. As soon as you heard he got a blister on his finger. And I can see how because it's getting hot now. Yeah. Next week's show is probably going to be a little sports heavy with you guys gone. Yeah, with Chuck and the, and, and the stories behind the yeah, Well, at that point, victory. the Super Bowl will be over. Your boycott will have ended. Um yeah, you you'll have plenty to talk about. The, the history of cigars and sports, maybe during the first half hour, from Babe Ruth smoking in the dugout. I mean, think about it. In hockey, the Stanley Cup, you know what it looks like. The top of it looks like a little stinky ashtray. So if I ever was lucky enough to win the Stanley Cup, I would use it as an ashtray. People have given their babies baths in it. I don't, uh, I don't see you playing hockey. You, you a hockey still, player? Uh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. no? <laughs> I'd pay to see you with a pair of skates on, <laughs> on some ice. I got uh, 126. Brendan can outfit you. He's got, a, he's got everything you need. You can set you up with the uh, – you could be a good goalie. There you go. Can That's you do it. a split? No. I'm sure you could. I can. You can. Of course you can. Yeah. There's nothing down there, right? No, there's nothing. Yeah. I got uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for an hour 30. I'm hoping for an hour 30. You think you got five minutes left? I don't know, man. It's going to be close. Like you said, just let it go out at this point, right? Yeah, it's pretty darn. It's lit. It's lit. I think you've got an ember burning on the inside, which may give you a slight advantage because you're not going to be scorching that band. Yeah, it's not going to go much. much uh, if, if it gets to 130, that's going to be it. So how could he do another hour, almost hour and a half? How is that even possible? Uh, he's a professional. This is what he does. We have to learn from him. I mean, he gave us every possible cue that, that he or, could. Or did he th- throw something at us to make us so his record was uh, I don't know. He seemed pretty genuine. Darren seemed pretty genuine. You know, you can't blow out. That's what I want to do right now is blow out because the tar is coming out. Right. If anybody's ever got tar in a cigar, it kind of like is a um, liquidy type. Yeah, very foul tasting, very bitter. What's happening? But typically, what you do to get rid of that is either cut a little bit more or uh, oh, wow. exhaust your cigar and push the but you tar can't. back you're in. You're not allowed to do that, and you're not allowed to on the uh, cigar smoking by world championship. I don't know how somebody would know if I did it or not, but uh, oh. be able to tell. 
Yeah. I'm there. I'm done. I got a tap, right? I got, I'm never going to make it. Right? I'm in one minute and one hour, 20, another 10 seconds. 28 is, minutes? 27. You'll be at 28. Yeah, because you had to add seconds. a minute to your thing because okay. you had the premature. All right. That's it, right? I got nothing, right? Yeah, so you went one, uh, one minute, 28 seconds. That's it. Tapping out. One Sorry, hour, one hour. One 20, hour, 28, 28 minutes. minutes. And I, I hit the band, so that's it. One hour. Where am I here? One, one hour, hour, 28 minutes. 28 is our record here on the show. So that's the thing to beat for ourselves. Okay. That's our New Hampshire record right now, if anybody's ever beaten it. And that's, that's with cheating because you <laughs> talked. I talked. During the first hour. Yeah. Did you drink anything during the, the first five minutes? No. Right, so but I had to talking. talk or else it would have been dead air and as, as unamusing as the show is. Can you See, imagine with, without any speaking? I think it's better if there's yes. no talking. <laughs> so you look at it as cheating. I look at it as we're in New Hampshire. He was living free. Uh, you can go with that, I guess. A little bit of a stretch? A little bit. All right. All right. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum, odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied, Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. And boys, we are just one day away from Super Bowl 51 in Houston. But it appears that Pennsylvania had the most expensive event in February. Groundhog Day was this past Thursday, and apparently people shelled out big bucks to celebrate the traditional holiday with Punxsutawney Phil. Don't drive angry. The hotel website Trivago looked at average hotel rates for Punxsutawney around Groundhog Day, and it found they're actually more expensive than those in Houston for the Super Bowl. Wow! According to Trivago, it costs $450 for one night hotel stay in Punxsutawney on and just prior to Groundhog Day. Because it's probably one hotel, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, this is compared to $340 average for a room in Houston on or just prior to the Super Bowl. Phil saw his shadow, and winter has much more to come as the average rate drops more than $300 the day after Groundhog Day, which is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat? What a hype. Groundhog Day used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out, and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites, all of you. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! Okay, this is better now. Yeah, it is. I lit up my United Cigar. Toothy. It tastes so much better. Yeah. Toothy. 100%. Toothy wrapper. If you want to know what a toothy wrapper, it's got all the little bumps on it or whatever. And you can see those bumps on the ash as you smoke it. Little magnesium bumps. Yeah. What a difference. Dramatic difference. Huge. Of, um, I don't know. Huge. What flavors, you know, hot bitter flavors at the end because of smoking for an hour and a half, but uh, an hour and 28. But um, now cool. Oh, yeah. Chocolatey, coffee. You can put it down whenever you want. Yeah. You can blow through it. You can blow on the can, end. You can enjoy it. It's awesome. You can enjoy it. But it's awesome. Very interesting 
uh, doing that, though. So Barry's going to check it during the week and do another one, keep track of it. See, see I am going to laugh up. so hard if he makes it to 22 minutes this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new record, 22 minutes. 21 minutes. minutes. And He'll he was, cheat. He was the one saying... I got this. I think I'm going to win. Yeah, he yeah. was talking so now much. Now, do you smack think you could ever win off the three air? Hours three long? hours? No. No way. Right? No. But I think I could do a hell of a lot better than 21. Minutes. Yes, I think you should. <laughs> you think? I don't think you've ever done less. No. Yeah. Because <laughs> the he's pressure. Done, was, he's done less. The pressure was on, and that was that. So, um, all right, let's go to uh, the ding ding, the matchup of the week. And it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS stands for versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? And today's hypothetical battle is between Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin in a karaoke contest. Frank Sinatra, (laughs) Dean Martin, karaoke. All right, I'm going to take a lot of heat for this, but as far as... Technical ability, Dean Martin has it. He is a better singer than Frank Sinatra, and I love Frank's music, love it. But as far as the ability to be able to be a proficient singer and I think wow an audience, I think it's Dean Martin all the way. And for the first time, I'm going to agree with you, which doesn't sound like it should be because Frank Sinatra was so great. You're talking about a karaoke audience, right? right? For somebody to walk into a bar, which was Dean Martin's thing, yep. and be able to perform in front of them in a song that isn't their song, karaoke song that's on there, the guy was a showman, and I think he, he pulls it off. I have to agree. I think he has a much bigger <clears throat> dynamic range, and he's a better showman. So I would go with Dino. There we go. And Derek has Derek doesn't know who either one of them is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's I'm, out. I'm going with Sinatra. I, I prefer Sinatra. Well, we're not and talking think, about pre-recorded know, stuff. We're talking he's got to get in on a karaoke machine. I know, but I think, I think that people would be a little more pumped up to see him as opposed to Dean Martin. See, you've got you to gotta look back at the days of the Rat Pack when, when Frank would go take a break and he would let Dino come out with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and they would do this off-the-cuff skit while singing a song and they're changing the words on each other and just having a good time all off the cuff. Which would be like karaoke, right? Yeah, it's Dean Martin all the way. And and Dino sung about pizza pies. That's it. So he gets a point for that. Yes. The winner is Dean Martin, believe it or not. I thought you guys would definitely think I was crazy because I was going to, when I wrote it, I said the winner is Dean Martin. I think that that, that's an unfair question because your dog's name is Dean Martin. It is because I love Dean Martin. Love the Dean Martin. Underrated. Underrated. Totally. Yeah. He's a bricklayer. Not my favorite member of the Rat Pack, though. Really? I, I hate to admit it. Joey but Bishop? I, no, I, I enjoyed Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, he was great. I saw Sammy Davis. I saw Frank Sinatra live, too. I uh, didn't get to see Dean Martin, but Sammy Davis was the, was the best performer to oh. an audience. I saw him in Vegas. He was unbelievable. No Tap dancing so, and so all gifted. kinds of telling jokes and you name it. He had everything. Impersonations. of all. So today is, is um, Nick Perdomo's birthday. Do you know where Sammy Davis's bracelet and watch is? Uh, I'm going to assume in Nick Perdomo's vault. It's in Nick Perdomo's wrist, yes. <laughs> he has it. He barely wears it ever, but he wore it once when he came up here because Shut I asked him up. to. He owns, he owns Sammy it. Davis Jr.'s watch. Yes. It's a Rolex. It's all diamonds. It's unbelievable. It's gaudy as hell, but it's so cool. And the bracelet. 
It's awesome. How the hell did he get his hands on that? Bought it. Everything's for sale. Unbelievable. And, uh, he got wow. it. That's a piece of Americana oh, right there. Oh, absolutely. History. Absolutely. It's great. Uh, Nick, you can feel free to will that to me. <coughs> we'll talk in Nicaragua yeah. next week. It's cool as hell. Cool as hell. So, uh, all right, speaking of uh, birthdays, and it, it's um, Nick Perdomo's birthday, let's get to this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com That's twoguyscigars.com Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today, February 4th, celebrating their birthday is Nick Perdomo, just for fun. This one doesn't count. I'm going to say again, that doesn't count. What year was Nick Perdomo born? It doesn't uh, count. He was born in 1966. 66, Barry? 60. 60? 62. 62 for the point is 65. 65. Happy birthday, Nick Perdomo. Today is the birthday, Barry. You're the champion. Uh, technically, Chuck Morrison is the champion, champion, and Derek is sitting in for him, so I think Derek should go so first. I'm the champion. Really? I would say the last time. Okay, we'll, we'll give it to you. But uh, today is the birthday of Alice Cooper. Oh. Yeah. Alice Cooper, shock rock singer and performer who released the hit Schools Out. 18 gained um, fame with the album Billion Dollar Baby in 1973. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Alice Cooper, what year was he born? 48. 48. Mr. 41. J. 41. 39. 39. Somebody's got two points. Derek Stewart, 48. 48. Two points for Derek Stewart because he got it exact. Mr. Jonathan. Rosa Parks, civil rights activist who became known for the first lady of civil rights when she was arrested for refusing to give up her seat on a bus. Uh, it led to the Montgomery bus boycott, which helped uh, racial segregation and public transit across the country. Rosa Parks, born today, what year? 1929. 29. 1913. 13. 22. 22. Somebody's got two points. I always do this. Barry Stein. Damn it. 13 is correct. Two points for Barry Stein. Two points for Derek. Mr. Jonathan. Goose Egg. Yes. Barry Stein. It's rigged. Lawrence Taylor. LT, uh, number 56. There we go. Football player, New York Giants, throw down LT, uh, considered by many as the greatest linebacker ever, has two Super Bowl championships, 10-time Pro Bowl championship, and 1986 NFL most valuable player. Born today, what year? 1953. 53. 65. 65. 64. 64. Two points. Without going over, Barry Stein, 53. It's 59. Barry, three. Derek, two. Mr. Jonathan, Nothing. zero. This goes to Derek. Oscar De La Hoya, 
Oscar, legendary boxer known as the Golden Boy, won gold medals in the Olympics in in Barcelona, competing in the lightweight heavyweight championship. He was defeated. He defended 17 world championships over the course of his career. Oscar De La Hoya, born today. What year? 55. 55. Uh, 1982. 82. 73. 73. Somebody's got two points. Barry Stein. Damn it. Wow. Put your hands down, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Barry Stein kicking it. Five. Derek, two. Mr. Jonathan, zero. Enjoy it while it lasts, boys. Uh, this goes to Mr. Jonathan. Two left. Because I have one just in case I had a... Uh, tie, but doesn't look like it's going to help Mr. Jonathan. Charles Lindbergh. Spirit of St. Louis. Inventor of Lindbergh or cheese. Not at all. Pilot. Most famous uh, aviator. Inventor who made the first solo airplane trip across the Atlantic. Historic flight began in Long Island and ended in Paris. His son was kidnapped and murdered and considered the crime of the century. He was Time Magazine's first person of the year. Charles Lindbergh. 1801. 1801. 1901. 1901. 1909. 1901, Barry. We'll get the point. It's to keep me and down. And I think it's safe to say I'll win next week because I'll have all the answers. You'll have all the answers, <laughs> right. So you're doing your own next week? Yeah. I'll, so I'll, I, don't, I won't do it? No, nah, I'll research set. it and all that. I have them done if you want. I'll, I'll take it just in case something happens this week that I don't get right, to I'll it. Give it but... to you. At the end, I'm going to give you all my notes, but it's done for you in case you need them. If not, you can pick your own and uh, have all the answers. I could have put all the answers in an envelope, and then you could play and open the envelope. And then not have it. You could do that. Put the person's name on the envelope. We'll yeah. do it. And then, you know, I'll do, do the Karnak thing. I'll put it to my head. You could do that. You're going to need all the time you can. you got two hours I'll to I'll use your turban. There we go. <laughs> all right. We'll think about that uh, as that goes. Um, so uh, smoking the United Cigar Maduro. Uh, I'm finding myself puffing short faster? stuff. Uh, no, I'm going, smoking fast. Really? Yeah, it's like a breath of fresh air. I can puff as, can as puff. I normally yeah. would. Yeah. I burned right through that thing halfway this down. This cigar is so good for the price. Yeah, you really power through this, huh? I mean, six ninety nine. I would pay $10 for this cigar. All right. I'm going to start charging you $10. No, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got in the mailbag, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, the following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Robert writes, hey, guys, I found the show last summer and have been following it since. I prefer to download the podcast version, but I do try to listen in on Saturdays. Thanks for opening the care package to new subscribers. I jumped on that right away, and I'm very happy I did. It has been a real pleasure this year to be enjoying the same cigars as you are on the show. It makes both the show and the cigar even a better experience. Nice. That's uh, Arkansas. So I'm seeing that uh, Derek on the Ash Holes is getting letters in the mailbag. Yes. And, and this is how we started. So don't, don't let, that's a nice one we got from there. That, yeah, that was very nice. Uh, you're getting a lot of crap, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. Those are my favorites. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorites. We haven't yeah. had a good 
like ripping on Mr. J email in a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Barry I'll write one for this Barry week. stopped writing. <laughs> no, it's interesting that they, they uh, tell you everything you're doing wrong and what they think of how it's going to do. And Yep. Maybe I should invite them on the show and let them run it. There we go. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you got, Mr. J? I got another one from the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hello, gentlemen. I'm fairly new to the cigar world, and I was curious what you guys thought about freezing cigars to eliminate any possible cigar beetle infestation. I normally purchase my cigars by the box, but I do not smoke on a regular basis. Since I'm usually storing more than I smoke, I have concerns regarding cigar beetles destroying my collection. I know keeping my humidors at the 70-70 setting will keep the beetles at bay, but as a better safe than sorry measure, do any of you recommend freezing newly purchased cigars, or is this cigar blasphemy? Uh, any advice for long-term storage? I look forward to hearing your response when Mr. J gets around to this sometime next year. I'll be listening. And this was written in uh, November, so he's, he's accurate. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, you do not want to – your freezer at home, unless you have a true deep freezer that can go ten below. down to 10 below, you, you're going to really just do nothing to your cigar except make them cold. And yeah. the majority of companies already do it. Right. So we, we want our cigars frozen before we receive them, uh, especially in the summertime. And we say to the manufacturers, we'll wait extra, put them in for three days. We want them frozen for three days, 10 below zero. We don't want any problems. I don't know if every retailer does this or every manufacturer does it. So we have, when we receive our products, we have a deep freezer ourselves. So for a little company that may not do that, and they, we ask them to tell us, if they don't do it, we'll put our cigars to a deep freeze ourselves. And it takes it takes the the three days. You've got to get down to that minus ten. But then you don't want to just pull those cigars out of the freezer. Yeah, slow, bring them back. You got to bring them up slow. So we unplug. So we cl- yeah, so unplug we the freezer. Let the freezer come back up. And then take them out. And yeah, it's a very very drawn out process. Yeah, very and, expensive. And I'll tell you, as a retailer, I don't believe there's a lot of retailers going through this extra step. We do. Um, we know that some the top. Uh, manufacturers go through the process of it um, before we receive it. But little companies, are they doing it? Are they not doing it? I don't know. So we don't take a chance. Um, but it's gone. Getting a cigar from us has gone through that process. So you can rest assured uh, getting them el- else places. I'll tell you, some of the biggest uh, online catalog guys, they don't even humidify the cigars. It's a warehouse. And right. it's warehoused uh, um, sold. So, you know, depending where they are. Uh, and what time of year it is and stuff. I, as, as a consumer, I would be concerned and, and be interested. If you do have a freezer that goes 10 below, it's 10 below, three days, and then a four-day um, warm-up period. Uh, and then take them out, because if you actually take them out before that, right to 70-degree uh, it, temperature. They expand faster. Yeah. Than the, wrap, the wrapper has some elasticity even at that temperature, and you've just got to let the inside of the cigar come back real, real slow so it doesn't blow through the wrapper. Yeah. Uh, so it's been, it, I'll tell you, as, as of late, the past five, six, seven years, you don't see much of problems with that at all. No. During the cigar boom of the 90s, it, it, was, crazy. it, it was a crazy problem. Yeah. But it was new companies going in and not doing the right thing. I think for the majority, most manufacturers are going through the right process and, and doing it right anyway. You don't see a lot of that problems. Um, you know, I, I know... Um, I've heard people trying it, like um, Jonathan was saying, and just put it in your, your house freezer and stuff. It's not cold enough. Yeah. Another message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Jesse writes, My humidity in my humidor is only getting to about 50%. The ambient humidity uh, is around 40%. That's his humidity in the house. 
Uh, I have a desktop humidor that is 25 to 50 count with a 4-ounce humidifier jar in it. It's full of cigars, and I also have a 100-count humidor with two of the 4-ounce jars in it, and 50% is as high as it will get. Uh, that one is empty. Any tips to getting the humidity up? And really, those jars are for giving you a humidity bump in the wintertime. They are not meant to bring the humidity of that box up. What you want to get if you have a 25 to 50 count humidor is a 100 count uh, humidifier that runs on PG solution. So you double the size and now you don't have to worry as much about how many cigars are in the box. Uh, another trick you if can... If he's not getting over 50% humidity, I would say he's got a bad seal on his yeah. humidity. That, I don't see your humidity. That's another... There's going to be a guess. That put is another do- possibility. Put a dollar bill in there. You can slide the dollar bill yeah. right out. You've got a seal problem. Put but, a couple of books on top of it, on top of the, yeah. the lid, and if you see, wow, it's holding humidity, you know your lid... I think that those, those jars just don't have enough surface area on the top, especially the four-ounce ones. They're tiny at the top. <clears throat> You just don't have enough room to be able to call that moisture out of that what, jar. What does that say? That's a twenty-five. That's for a twenty-five count humidor. Is what it says on it. I believe. It's what it says on it. But really, in the industry, we use them for somebody that's saying, "Listen, I've got my full-size humi yeah, bar on the top, quite, quite and I, I need a five percent bump. Here, take this jar. This will give Put you a five percent bump. It's not. A, it doesn't have enough humidity locked inside that gel with how the construction of the jar is. The ones that stick to the top are your best bet because humidity tends to fall. So when you put your jar in right side up, the humidity wants to sit at the bottom of that jar and really has to be called for by the cigars. So you're better off affixing your humidifier humidifier to the top and oversizing it for your box. Tis the season right now where people are having this problem because it's cold and you've got uh, your house's... Forced hot air or something. It's very dry inside your yep. house. I, when I lived in New York, we had steam heat. And in the winter, I had to move my humidor to in a closet. Because no matter what I did with the steam heat, a naturally drying agent couldn't keep a humidity, uh, humidor to save my life. Yeah. Put them in the closet. It definitely helped. Okay. A whole different problem come the summertime that people are having humi- too much humidity right. and t- temperatures are too high. And then we tell you bring it in the basement or something. You've got to bring it to a cool spot. And 50%, uh, it sounds like it's low, but it really isn't the end of the world. You, I mean, I'd love to see it. you get it up to 55% as a minimum, but it is not the end of the world. You everybody's can, saying 70 is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're doing 60, it's actually good long-term storage at 60. It's pretty awesome. Hey, if you're smoking them and they're not cracking and what have you, you might even want to check your hygrometer and see if right. it's That's accurate. the other thing is you could have a, a hygrometer that's not accurate. If it's not digital, it's not accurate. Yeah. So, do, Barry, do you know how to do check the humidifier with the salt? And the... There's a salt test. I've never actually done it. Okay. Um, so here's the salt test. You get, say, a cap, a uh, soda cap or something, and you fill it up with salt. And now you add water to that cap until the water is just coming up over the salt. Now, get your gauge, put that in a plastic baggie, a zip baggie, and put your gauge inside of it and seal it. Come back to it about a day or two, and it should be at 70%. That's actually the accurate 70% where the, where the water is just coming over the salt, and you're at 70%. So you know those little uh, packages, that um, humidifier packages? Yep. It's salt and water in a thin membrane so it can release out of it. That's, a, that's as simple as it is. So what you did is create that little salt package there. You should be at 70. Your gauge ends up saying 50. You're 10 off, so you've got a, basically a watch that's 10 minutes, uh, 5 minutes slow. You know that 
you know, you're, you're correct at 50 is really at 60 or whatever right. it is. They, that's the way you can test it. But you got to go digital anyway. I mean, analog is, you know, you're just asking for trouble. It's, it's you know, what is it, 20 bucks or something for a digital gauge, and it's going to be plus or minus a couple of points where the analog can be as much as 10, 15 off. Shameless plug, twoguyscigars.com has them. Yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. They're go to your brick and mortar. He's got them right on the counter, I'm sure. You need it. So, uh, yeah, I have, uh, I thought we would have uh, uh, been going long on this show, but we're not. We, fit, we wrapped it up. It is uh, in your hands, Barry Stein, next thank, week. Thank you. I will return it in the same shape. Uh, Please do. Don't ruin uh, almost seven years. Uh, first time handed it over. In one swoop. Uh, we're going to uh, end the show now. Uh, Mr. Jonathan and I are off to Nicaragua. Barry in control. Uh, you got Derek over here who knows how to run it. Uh, he does his own board, so he should be there. You got Chuck coming back. He's got a lot to talk about about the Patriots, uh, and you got some great cigars to smoke. So yeah, twelve thirty uh, to one o'clock, uh, Chuck will join us on this side of the table. Oh, you're gonna have him on over uh, here for a half hour. He'll change places with Derek. All right. So uh, those that haven't seen Chuck before, he hasn't made very very many appearances on this side. Uh, you'll see Chuck Morrison on here, and uh, hopefully he will be wearing a brand new ring. What That'd I'm hoping nice. for. They usually don't get it till January. Oh, but really? Hopefully, he'll have the promise of a ring. Yeah. They, they, well, listen, in the past, they've they've measured him, and he still didn't get, get it. it. So it's terrible. But uh, hey, if the Pats are listening, uh, make sure that Chuck gets a ring. For God's sakes, he's with the team ten years now. It's enough. The well-seasoned gourmand he just came just upstairs, the and room. he is packing. Oh, really? Not with a pistol. He has food with him. All right, good. All right, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Enjoy the football game tomorrow. Go Pats. Uh, You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your United Cigar Churchill Maduro, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie